And we're joined now by a very special guest. We've got Dance North Artistic Director Carl Page, who joins us on the line to talk about the Melbourne premiere of If Was, a double bill choreographed by Stephanie Lake and Ross McCormick. How are you going today, Carl? Great. How are you? Fantastic. So excited to have you on the show. Excellent. Thanks very much for having me. So what can you tell us about this upcoming show? Yeah, so it's a really kind of interesting uh, double bill. Uh, when I was programming this year's schedule, I, I really wanted to kind of give choreographers the opportunity to come and create work on Dance North, but I didn't want to give them free reign. I thought I wanted it still to be kind of governed by some sort of principles and parameters. So I came up with this idea, the double bill's called If Blank Was Blank, and they literally fill in the blank. So each choreographer gets the same dancers, they each have the same amount of time to make the work, they work with uh, the same costume designer, they work from the same lighting grid, they got to choose music from a one-hour composition by a Melbourne artist, Robin Fox. And each of their interpretations unique and very, very different. But, of course, the risk of this kind of experimental setup was that they'd choose similar bits of music or same costumes or same lighting, and they haven't. So it's a really, you know, I was really interested in this idea of mental stimulation and the way everyone perceives and engages in the world in a very unique and different way from everyone else, uh, you know, no matter the proximity or the relationship or... The experiences we kind of share, everyone's got a unique take on things. We were just talking about the title and how it's if underscore was and what that underscore actually meant for the show. Yep, yep. So the underscore is just kind of a blank. So that's them filling in that blank. So Ross's work is called If Form Was Shifted and Stephanie's work is called If Never Was Now. So we kind of gave these edges, these parameters and these set of rules and then literally invited them to fill in the blanks. So, you know, we've kind of given them half a title and then allowed them to, uh, to fill in the rest. Yeah, fantastic. And you're working with some terrific choreographers there in Stephanie Lake and um, Ross McCormick. How have you found they've differed in their approach to the stimulus? Yeah, really, really kind of very differently, actually. It's been quite interesting to watch them creating their works in the studio Ross works from far more of a conceptual basis in terms of the performance being delivered um, through a state-driven process. So the, not every step is choreographed. There's lots of improvisation in the work and the dancers respond and engage to the moment and to each other on stage. Stephanie's work is really highly choreographed and very meticulously detailed. So in the performance delivery and the construction of the choreography, they're both really, really diverse and different. Beautiful. And, and what can the audience expect from seeing this? Mm, it's an, I think it's a really exciting opportunity for audiences to see the diversity and the breadth and range in contemporary dance and the capacity of these amazing performers. Dance North dancers are some of the best in the country and, of course, I'm very biased uh, in saying that, but <laughs> I really, truly believe they are and I think that this double bill highlights their capacity as amazing artists and amazing performers. So I, you know, of course, it's the old adage, everything is going to be something for everyone. But in this double bill, there really is. There's kind of two very distinct and different works, but they're bound by this overarching ethos or this overarching conceptual kind of basis or notion that pulls them together. So there are amazing similarities in some ways and drastic differences in others. And talking a little bit about you and your career for for a moment, 10 years performing professionally, how have you found the transition between working as a dancer to as a choreographer, artistic director? It's been really interesting. It's been incredibly busy. There's been lots of very intense kind of learning curves and a lot of challenges. But I, I really like the idea that I've come from being a dancer directly into this role of artistic director because I think that I can kind of balance these two worlds 
with a fair bit of compassion and empathy for what the dancers are going through and for how hard they're working and what's being expected of them. And I also understand and really kind of promote this in, within the company that the dancers are the backbone of the company. Without them, the company really doesn't exist. So I feel as though the fact that I've just stepped off the stage and more into this kind of administrative and managerial role in the company, I guess I've got that at the core and at the, the kind of base of my, my belief structure and the foundation of where the company's moving. And I think that's a really exciting space to be. It's really exciting for me, and I know the dancers really respond well and kind of appreciate the fact that uh, myself and also Amber Haynes, who's the rehearsal director of the company, have both been very recently and still are performers on the stage. Yeah, beautiful. And we also um, know that you've spent some time in India. How do you feel that that experience has impacted your work? So much, actually. That, that time we spent three months in India as part of an AsiaLink residency, and it was an extraordinary experience in many ways and not in ways that I had expected that it would be. So we found it intensely provocative, intensely challenging. Uh, we loved it, we hated it, and in the mm. end we, we decided we liked it. India is not romantic. We figured that out pretty quickly. Yeah, do you have a few stories? Uh, uh, there's, I mean, it's kind of, it's amazing. There's such a kind of intense contrast between old money and intense poverty. Mm. There's uh, like absolute filth and absolute kind of spiritual abundance. The, the, you know, the Ganges or the Ganga, the holy river that flows through Varanasi is revered as the most holy river in India, but it's just absolutely kind of wildly polluted there's just all of these intense, intense divisions and intense kind of contrasts within the country that I absolutely loved, and it was just very provocative, very intense. So we kind of we were expecting a bit of a spiritual experience when we went, but what we found is like this reverse spiritual experience by being provoked and pushed and prodded all the time in so many different ways. It really allowed us to kind of investigate, I guess, some of our responses to certain certain moments or certain provocations in life, and I think that has fed into our art making and the way that we, we run the company and engage in the world. Amazing. And taking over an established company like Dance North, have, have the challenges been tackled compared to, say, starting a company from scratch? Yeah, well, there's amazing benefits of walking into a structure. So, you know, the company is, yeah, it's been there for 30 years. So it's really established in terms of its governance and the way that the community engages with the company. It's very well supported up in Townsville. I guess for me, part of the part of my vision for the company was to be seen more nationally and internationally, whilst maintaining a really strong connection to Townsville and the community of North Queensland. So that's something we really pushed quite quite heavily in the first 12 or 18 months of my position with the company, and that seems to be paying off. We've been performing down here every year since I took over the company, and that's set to continue. We've forged more relationships with various presenters and producers around the country, so it feels like there's a really exciting, an exciting dynamic and quite a bit of momentum and energy around what Dance North's up to. We've just been nominated for three Helpman Awards, so there's some national recognition from, you know, from those circles, and the critics are responding really amazingly to the work. So it feels like it's kind of Dance North's time to shine, and we're really we're reveling in that fact and reveling in the support of contemporary dance lovers and new people to contemporary dance around the country because we're we're really finding that you know, the work that we're presenting is engaging to a broad range of audiences and people are, are really excited by what's happening, whether you're a fan of contemporary dance or not. Beautiful. And just one last question. What advice do you have for young aspiring dancers? Ah, oh, that's a great question. I think for me, it's kind of something really interesting in 
right place, right time, and you have to work pretty hard to be lucky in contemporary dance. But very much it's about putting yourself out there and being seen by the people you're interested in working with. I, um, when I was 17, I moved to Dance North, and I was about to do a 12-month secondment, which is an unpaid kind of position with the company, basically training with them and performing in various works. And after three weeks, one of the full-time members of the company broke his ankle and I was thrown on stage and then given a job and have been fortunate enough to be paid full-time as a dancer ever since. So I think there's, uh, there's a lot to be said for maybe putting yourself out on a limb and not maybe expecting things to happen, but being in the right place at the right time with the right attitude, certain things can evolve in a really amazing way. So basically a sink and swim sort of method. Exactly. Yeah, just keep paddling. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. We're going to ask a little something of you now. We have a regular segment on our show called Exquisite Corpse. Basically, each guest that comes on our show contributes a sentence to our line at a time story, which is read out at the end of the season, but only from the previous line. So you kind of have no idea where it's come from. Right. I love it. <laughs> so we'll read you um, the previous single swim, line. Single swim. Yeah, 100%. Uh, which is by Ross Peary. And then you can contribute the next line. Right. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. The previous line was... And as you make your decisions, your choices will be celebrated and supported. All right. As you make your decisions, your choices will be celebrated and supported. Just remember, the grass is greenest where you water it the most. Ooh, just remember the grass is greenest where you water it the most. Thank you so much for joining us, Kyle. Beautiful. Definitely swims. Unreal. Definitely swims. Oh, thank you both so much. What a treat. That's excellent. Best of luck with everything with the company and your performances. It's been fantastic having you on the show. Beautiful. I look forward to hearing the full story. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. All right, bye. Bye.